Welcome back to the universal psychological debate about fear. Today, I have the same people. Christian. And myself, Kiara. And then I'll have my mom come later on the show. So, you want to recap a little bit about our last podcast? I was scared of Chuck E. Cheese. The mouse. Can you speak up a little bit? I was scared of Chuck E. Cheese. Okay. (laughs) The mascot, all right. So, I wanted to ask you, what do you think your greatest fear is now? My greatest fear right now? Mm Mm-hmm. My greatest fear right now is probably, like, I don't know how to say it. Like, I guess not living up to, like, your potential or to, like, I don't know. Not, like, having a fulfilling life, you know what I'm saying? So that and wasting your time. Like, I hate it. It's like a pet peeve of mine. What, wasting time? Mm-hmm. I guess that's different than fear. So you're scared to, is it, like, not succeed? Yeah, I think is that's that what part it is? of it. I think that's, like, one of the major factors that goes into it. It's just, like, um, like, when you get to the end of your life, kind of, like, how do you feel, like, it went, and those kind of thoughts, like, I don't know, like, I'm afraid of not, I'm afraid of, like, feeling regret, or, like, I don't know, not taking advantage of the opportunities that were there. No, that makes sense. Why do you think you feel like that? Has that happened before you? Um... I don't think it's happened like to me before, but I think as I've gotten older and like as I've gotten out of childhood, I've thought more about um, like not really, I guess you could call it like legacy, but like your impact on like everything you do. I feel like, I don't know, you're here for a reason, so. I think everyone kind of needs to find their own their own reason and try to fulfill that to the best of their abilities. And I think that's one of the harder parts is like finding out what that is and then doing it. And not just, I'm not just talking about like a job, but I'm talking about like, I don't know, like your family, your relationships with people. Like, Are you scared to not find that? Yeah, I would say that, I would say, like, if I don't have that, then, like, well, I don't know, because I haven't really thought about it like that, but. (laughs) (laughs) There was research shown that, um, from Chapman University surveys, that one of the biggest fears were actually, um, not being, or being scared to not fulfill, and, that and bugs and snakes. Bugs and snakes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know, and it, it was kind of weird. I mean, you don't have to answer this if you want to, but there was a survey that had to do between Democrats and Republicans, yeah. and it seemed that Democrats were 
exponentially higher in their fears of everything ghosts clowns strangers claustrophobia mm-hmm. blood and just bugs snakes anything mm-hmm. so i just i find that really odd that i don't know that your political status has absolutely anything to do with biggest fears what did it say for like the opposite side like republicans and stuff like that um can you see right here mm-hmm. so about like 29 percent of democrats said that they were scared of bugs and then under 20 said republicans so republicans are 10 to 20 percent lower in every single category basically Mm, that's crazy i know i guess i guess it's just those categories that they that they showed yeah those were the only ones that they surveyed Mm -hmm. but i don't know i mean i would i would say like I wouldn't consider myself a Republican, but I think I lean like more conservative. Right. And like I could care less about politics, but <laughs> me too. That's just I don't know, kind of the way I feel. Which looking at the categories, you're, bugs, snakes, needles, like you're less scared of those things. Yeah, you think? like they don't really like none of those really strike me as something that like I'd be scared of i guess republicans are stronger okay (laughs) i don't know about all that but but um back to your fear okay um do you think that we all have insecurities weaknesses and mental blocks that cause that are caused by how we let fear control our lives like do you think that's what sometimes keeps people from succeeding Absolutely. i think yeah i think like not even just that i think that's like one of the main causes of procrastination is like people i think are fair are scared to like try and be proactive to do things and so because they don't want to do a bad job so they wait till the last minute and so that way they can rush something to put it together and then you have that excuse of oh well i only have this amount of time and so what i did was fine yeah and so you have a, a worse result <clears throat> because you had less time but it's not that it's just because you put it off and you put it off and you put it off because it was weighing in the back of your mind like the whole time like you knew but yeah do you think you have any weaknesses that that you allow yourself to be consumed by your fear? Mike, what do you mean? So, for example, I think, like, just doing this kind of research, I think I fall under a category of, for myself, I think I'm a little bit scared of growing up. So, one of my weaknesses is, for that category, is I absolutely love my childhood. So, mm-hmm. I guess my childhood could be a weakness for my fear. That makes sense. What would what would your weakness be for your fear? Um, this this I mean this might not be right. You tell me. Would be like putting so much of your thought and everything into faith be a weakness? Because you're so I consumed mean, about your purpose and stuff that could eventually lead you to not being successful. Yeah, I think I definitely see what you're saying and. I think that's probably like, I guess your beliefs and your morals kind of align with that and like, that would determine, I guess, kind of how you, 
how you figure out what you where you don't want to go and where you do want to go and i'm not talking about heaven and hell but i'm talking about like the direction you want to take for your life and right like um just kind of how you choose or like even like your career path and stuff like that but um i think another or one thing for me is like in my family like i've seen I don't know, just with my mom, like, I've seen a lot of sacrifice, and, like, she's done anything and everything just so that way I can have things better than what she's had, and that I can have, even throughout my childhood, like, so I can have a better childhood than what she did, and, like, you know, she grew up with her three, or her two other siblings, her brothers, and, um... Like they moved from Puerto Rico, from Puerto Rico to New York, from, from New York to the country in Missouri, from the country to Independence, and so um, I don't know. I think she's seen a lot, and as far as like the different places she lived, and so I think that's one of the, one of her like motivations, like into raising me is like she didn't. She didn't go to school or anything, but she, like, like I was, I don't know, like, I was her, like, like, she made me feel like I was her, like, purpose, and, like, that's the way she feels, and that's the way she takes care of me, is, like, her job is to be my mom, and, like, Mm -hmm. to help me out with everything, and so... Um, that makes sense, but like, how is that formed into a weakness? You think? I think it comes into like something where you don't want to like let people down. And on the opposite side of the spectrum, like, I mean, I have people in my family who have been like, I've seen them go in and out of jail, and like, or I've seen them blow like their opportunities that where they could have went far or did something like completely different from what they're doing now. But um, I don't know. I think that's... That makes sense. That does. So then the next step, so now that you've identified your, your fear now, the next step is overcoming it. So what do you think is a way to overcome it? Honestly, not sure. I think that I don't know. In order to like overcome it, then you have to you have to do a lot of self-reflecting and like I don't know. I don't think I've yeah. I don't think I've ever been like good at that no. necessarily. So I think it's probably why like part of the reason that it's still I, there. Yeah, that's still there, and that. Like, I would say another thing is being, like, mediocre and, like, having, like, I don't know, just, like, average, I don't know how to describe it, but, like, mediocrity is one thing that I feel like 
definitely scares me because I don't want to feel like I lived this life and then they were just here and then you were yeah, gone. Exactly. You, you didn't really make an impact. Yeah. Well, there was a study shown at the Teen Bin Scholar in U- UCLA's um, <laughs> Neuropsychiatric Institute. And they said that finding your fears and where they stem are the two most important parts of hurdling them. So do you think it stems from like just everything in your family and your mom and everything? Do you think that's where it stems from? It's hard for me to say. Like, I would say that probably, like, I don't know. I just have, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I think probably that's where a lot of it comes from. And then, I don't know. I think I just have a, a want, like, to see like more and to do more and like see other things. I don't think it's all from my family, like right. part of it, but like I I just genuinely like as a human being have an interest in like doing other things and like mm-hmm. and that's human nature, things. so it's kinda harder to overcome. But it's just crazy to see the drastic difference between your childhood fear and your fear now and how much deeper it is and there is so much like psychological research of why the brain does that it says that fear is not necessarily an emotion like fear is a whole different section of your brain and it just like floats back and forth like there's this is kind of explained but it's not just one section in your brain like it's Mm -hmm. the whole thing and it's just like little bits of it all over so i feel like that's why it's a little bit harder to overcome because it is such a big thing it's not just like one little section obstacle Mm -hmm. um and like not even like talking about any research and stuff like that but when you like i don't know you like when you think about those younger days like there's so much simpler Mm -hmm. and life is so simple that like your only worry is if I go to Chuck E. Cheese and am I going to see the mouse, like, yeah. and things like that, or whenever my, like, if you're scared of the dark, or I don't know, those, those simple fears that I feel like are a lot easier to overcome versus, like, these long-term, like, um, fears that result over over time a long long time yeah so yeah well thank you so much you're welcome (laughs) ciao And now for the second part of our show, we have Anna Cox. Hello. And again, this is my mom. And so we're going to, you know how last week we talked about your greatest fear as a child? We're going to talk about your greatest fear now and how to overcome it. So those are two steps into the psychological world. Okay. Okay. So what are your biggest fears now, you think? Well, you're going to laugh at me. Is it me? Dying? No. Oh. (laughs) 
Actually, yes, of course. I guess that would be the biggest fear. But... Me dying. Is yes. it... Wait, can I guess one more? What? Is it me moving away? No, because I would follow you. Uh, okay. <laughs> um, I guess I always think of, like, whenever I'm traveling and stuff, that if something was to happen to me or if I died, I always say, I was like, if all four of us go, <laughs> we'll want to go down. I got the privilege of growing up having my mom and I still have her for every little thing. I call her 20 times a day if I need to, anything from her. And it just, I guess you girls are getting a little older now, but always as you were younger. Mm, I I was afraid of dying, not from my fear of dying, because I have no fear of dying for me, but leaving you guys behind. We would have hosts. Okay. Again, when I'm traveling, I'm traveling with him. Like if something was to happen to the the both of us, it's like what would come of the two of you? That's always my, had been my fear, like leaving you guys, you know, out in the world to fend for yourself. Like you dying would be horrific for me, for me personally, but I know you're in a better place. I like, ultimately I, I know that you're with God. And, and so I would have peace with that, but me being gone and, I don't know, and you guys having to do life without your parents. Yeah, that always sick. that always made me just really kinda sad. sad. Yeah, that makes me sad. Who would we live with? Well, um, years ago, the obvious choice was obviously your Aunt Kimmy. So, and she's absolutely wonderful and she loves you, but at the same time, at this point, you guys, everybody's grown up, everybody's more used to. I guess I'm 18. You're 18. So you're now 18. And honestly, this this is kind of crazy, but it's been something that I've been holding on this whole, this whole time. I've just been waiting. Like even last year when I traveled with your dad, I'm like, oh, they're 17. It's like almost there, almost there. Cause I felt like once you're 18, Mm -hmm. if something was to happen to one of us, or to both of us, then I knew that you would take care of Karina, and then knew that the two of you could stay together and you could do things as as I feel like I've raised you to to right. do them. So I guess you've overcome your feel. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I guess in the past ten days I have. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> but no, of course not. I mean, I still the thought of you. Um, graduating high school, graduating college, and not having your parents there, getting married, bringing your baby home, and not have a, a mom to to help you with all that. No, that those are things that just thinking of how my mom helped me through it all. That it would be hard, just so hard and so sad for me to think that you would have to do it alone. Without a mama or dad. Correct. Yeah, that makes sense. When was, so do you think that since everyone has their own weakness and insecurities, do you think that feeds into fear? Like that specific fear? Yeah, I mean, everybody has weaknesses and what did you say? Insecurities. Insecurities, so yeah. I guess the weakness or insecurity of that nobody else can do it or race you the way you did the way I wanted to I'm not saying that mine's the right way but it's the way I wanted to so I guess that was a fear and insecurity yeah you put it that way that makes sense 
So when you overcame, you didn't really overcome it. It just happened with time. I'm guessing kind of similar to your childhood, like your childhood fears kind of fizzled out over time, kind of like this. Yeah, I mean, although I have to say, as an adult, I have had that dream. Okay. <laughs> However, <laughs> when I wake up, but when I wake up, to me, it's it's comical, and during the dream, it's not. But when I wake up, it's like, oh my gosh, not again. <laughs> so your childhood fear is still scares you more than that one now? No, no, not at all, not at all. But I, I guess what I'm saying is like, it's not like it's never happened again. I mean, it hasn't happened in a good. Five plus years, but I was still full blown adult five years ago. <laughs> well, that's funny. Okay, I'm asking you a random question now. Are you scared of bugs? It depends on the size and snakes. Um, I am not happy to see a snake, but I can try to rationalize it. If I cross it in a path, depending the size of it, I can. I can live. try to talk. Live. I can try to talk myself through it. Are you scared of ghosts? Yes. Clowns? No. Strangers? Yes. <laughs> Claustrophobia? No, not usually. Blood and needles? Yeah, I to me they they have like disease on them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then so out of the one, two, three, four, five, six categories I named off, you're scared of four of them. And it was a random study at Chapman University that Democratic Democrats are normally more feel, fearful than Republicans. So isn't that kind of weird? That is. I'm not really scared of any of them, except strangers and ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> but I think I'm more of a Democrat, which I find kind of weird. You don't have to share if you don't want to, but. I am, when it comes to voting, I am very much Republican, but I, I do have a lot of Democrat tendencies. Yeah, I can see that um, for sure. Being a minority, you know, usually uh, Democrats are more minority oriented, but... So you kind of went with the... You filled out the survey correctly. <laughs> <laughs> You're more scared of things. So then going back to how you over, overcame it, so it went with time, right? Well, I didn't realize I had overcome it until you mentioned that you're 18. So I didn't know. But Cutting is still 14. Correct. But you being the older sibling, she could go with you. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I guess it was my fear. If, if Mama dies. It was my fear that... Because to me, it's already a horrible thing to lose your parents and then to also get uprooted and moved from what you know. Like... If you guys chose to stay in this house and kept your house for a while, you can. Versus if before you were 18, if something was to happen to me, you would obviously end up having to go to in Kimmy's or Nana's mm -hmm. or Lily's. So not only have you lost your parents, but then you've also lost your home. Yeah, your home, everything that you know. Yeah. So that was that was a, a fear of mine. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm sure it's still there. But there was um, a study at UCLA Neuropsychiatric Institute that they did this experiment on mice and how they were really, really scared of this one noise and all of the mice were scared of it. And so they did two different tests. One was they got the one, so group one had this 
noise repeated to them a hundred times longer and every like 10 hours so a lot less frequent and the other one was like every 20 minutes and so the mice so group two ended up being prone to the noise so they got over their fear so what it's saying is that if you try to conquer your fear and sooner bits then you're more likely to get over it what do you think about that i can see that i mean um i've read stuff about uh trying different foods so and it's i I can see the same difference yeah if you try something more often and you keep trying it you eventually end up liking liking it it or being able to eat it so i see no difference that if you keep introducing the one thing that you're afraid of over and over again you finally get used to it and and can handle it so it it makes sense for sure well what are you going to do to completely overcome are you just going to wait till cans 18 too maybe i'll just live till i'm 90 and then know that you guys are fine that's perfect well thank you for joining us my pleasure love you